As busy solopreneurs, we are one of the hardest working people on the planet, but we're also the most likely to struggle with losing weight because we have no time to eat healthy and we lose the weight and gain it back again in a vicious cycle of yo-yo dieting. The truth is we want to make meal prep work, but we don't know how because we're not sure what foods are best for weight loss and which ones will help you gain weight instead of losing it or lose weight instead of gaining it. You feel like you don't know how to make your meal prep actually work so you end up eating out all too often because it's easy. Like I mentioned you keep yo-yo dieting thinking you'll never be able to lose the weight and keep it off so you might as well do it anyway right? You're constantly on the go and you struggle to find the time to make healthy meals. But today, my friends, how to make your meal prep actually work is specifically for you. And also don't forget to head to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash free to grab my simplifying meal prep and macros free course specifically for you. Do you ever feel like it's easier to eat a bowl of cereal than come up with ideas for low effort but nourishing recipes? Because you really hate cold food and salads are not it for you. The mental load of it when you're spending hours on strategy and generating original ideas and content can leave you mentally exhausted. I mean, even asking yourself, what do I want to eat can feel exhausting in itself. Hello friends, my name is Verona and you're listening to the Lose Weight With Macros podcast where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. And because I know accountability is key, I'm going to be with you every step of the way, making sure this isn't just another failed diet attempt for you to start over again on Monday. So grab a pen or just use Apple Notes and let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back, my friends, to a brand new episode of Lose Weight with Macros, the podcast. Today, we're talking about how to make your meal prep actually work. I'm going to dive deep into one of the topics that could be a total game changer for you if you're a busy entrepreneur, small business owner, or you know somebody who struggles to make meal prep work. Now, making your meal prep system work is going to take a little bit of hard work to it. How many times can I say the word work in a sentence, right? Think of it like optimizing your lead gen but for your health. Now, just like you wouldn't run a business without setting targets and tracking your KPIs and having your monthly goals or having your quarter one, two, three or four goals, you shouldn't actually approach meal prep without a solid plan. This is where we fail, right? You know the saying how it goes. If you fail to plan, you prepare to fail. Not a nice saying, but in actual sense, in actual reality, that's what happens because we fail so much to plan for our meals. And you know what? You would think as solopreneurs, we're so good at planning for other things and planning for other people. If you're somebody who has clients, you're fantastic at planning for your clients. Say you're a financial coach. You are in the pinnacle of planning. You have to plan because if you can't plan, how are you going to have clients? You have to be able to show them how to plan their money. You have to be able to create a plan for them so they're not living paycheck to paycheck. You have to be able to create a plan for them to talk about how they're going to tackle money issues. A personal trainer is going to give you a plan to work out. A, A coach, whatever it is, whatever person you are working with, they have to give you a plan. But if they don't give you a plan, you're just going to be stuck in the same spot or even worse. So why is it then that we do and we go the extra mile for our clients? Yes, not just because they're paying you. Obviously, they're going to pay you for a service. But why is it that we can go hard 
and we ain't going home, but we can go hard for them. But when it comes to you and your nutrition, you don't take the same planning skills that you so beautifully, excellently do with your clients and do it for yourself. Now, I'm happy, of course, for you to hire me and to help you do that, but we're not going to be together forever. I want to be able to help you learn to do this for yourself. Now, not everybody needs a coach. That's why I've created the meal prep course, because some of you can actually take these steps, implement them, and then repeat. Implement, learn, repeat, do. That's all you need to do. Some of you do need the accountability. And if you are that person who needs the accountability, then there are ways that we can have a conversation. But if you're somebody who's like, oh, Verona, let me just hear about this course. Click the link in this episode in the show notes or head to the website, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash free. But when it comes to proper meal prep, it's going to save you time. That's one of the biggest things that macaroni, (laughs) that's one of the biggest things that meal prep is going to do. It's going to help you save time, which means that you then have more time to focus on revenue generating tasks that you love and pouring into your clients, which we all love the actual practicality. Not everyone likes doing spreadsheets and Excels and all of that stuff. You love the actual side of working with your clients. And I don't blame you. But the first way that you can make your meal prep work is turning your meal prep into a system. Now, you know, in business, we have SOPs, standard operating procedures. Now, I've got one for the podcast. When I had a podcast manager, I had one and I created one for the podcast. Now, I'm not saying it needs to be 25 pages for your meal plan. Nobody's going to want to do that. But when you're creating an SOP for meal prep, just as you would for your sales funnel or your email marketing campaigns, whether you're using ConvertKit, Flowdesk, MailerLite, whatever it is you're using, Likely, if you are that niche down and that organized in your business, you are going to have several SOPs, especially if you're earning six, seven, eight figures or even more. And so now you're taking this and this way you're not reinventing the wheel every single week, but you're doing something that you're already doing. So it just becomes natural to you. I told your friends I'm here to make meal prep simple. We don't need to make it hard work here. Now, excuse me, I've got a little bit of plosives in this mic. I'm just going to pull the mic back a little bit because I don't like these plosive sounds that I'm getting. I lost my, you know, little. Oh, actually, I could put a sock on it. Let's see if that would make it better. That's better. But trying to find a sock is like, oh, my goodness, trying to find a needle in a haystack. You know how the saying goes. So now that I've got a sock, I don't need to worry about plosives because nobody wants to hear that pop pop sound in their ears. So we just talked about turning your meal prep into a system creating an SOP. You don't have to create 25 pages, but you just create a plan. Next, you want to track your meal ROI, return on ingestion and return on investment. For a month, I challenge you, if you're somebody who says I don't have time to eat healthy, for a month, track your energy levels, your focus and your overall health metric to evaluate the return, evaluate the return on investment and the return on ingestion of your meal prepping strategy. If it's not working, then change it up. If it's not working, then find something that does work. But meal prep from somebody who hated meal prep, who created a cookbook, who now teaches other women all over the world who don't like meal prep to learn how to find the time that you do have to cook meals and enjoy those foods. Number three, optimize your quote unquote lead magnets. Now think of your go-to healthy meals as your lead magnets. Now, every year I would redo my meal, my, my lead magnet. Now I've done, I don't like the way this sounds, this <laughs> actually do some sound at church and I don't sound, I sound like I'm in an airplane in, in a tin can. I don't quite, I don't like this sound. Hold on, oh, that's much better. At least you know that I'm real here when it comes to being on the podcast. So I was talking about optimizing your lead magnets. You want to think of your go-to healthy meals, please, for the love of all things macros and meal prep, don't just eat boring chicken and broccoli. I've given you actually in one of the resources pack, I've actually given you a guide on how to create your meal plans. So my idea for you yeah, is not everybody needs me. As a coach, for me, this t- this coach anyway, not everybody needs me. I am 
am getting so many distractions today. Oh my goodness. Let's turn it off on Do Not Disturb. Here you go. Because I've got myself my Apple Watch. My Apple Watch is just buzzing here. Anyhow, welcome to the show, my friends. So when it comes to lead magnets, we kind of, you know, every year or every so often, we assess our lead magnets. We see the click rates. We see how many conversions. We look at the data. We look at the analytics and we see, is it working? That's how I get you to learn about your diets. Is it working for you? No, it has worked. It hasn't worked. And then we find out what does and we create a plan for yourself. I don't tell you what to eat. So if you're somebody who's like, Verna, I just need you to tell me what to eat. Um, That's not me. But every year we assess our lead magnets, right? Well, I hope you do. If you're not, I encourage you to go in and assess your lead magnet because does your client want what you're offering? Does it need revamping? Is it working? If it's not working, this is the time to improve it and this is the time to change it. Now, if you're thinking of your go-to healthy meals as your lead magnets that pull you away from unhealthy choices, make sure that they're not just nutritious, but also foods that you can actually enjoy And they're easy to go because the last thing you want to do is get a headache around, oh my goodness, I've got to do this. And you're going to get a complex of trying to put these things together and it's just going to overwhelm you and you're going to go back to what you've normally done. Instead of doing that, think of it how you're optimizing your lead magnet. You're making it even better to go and specifically reach the target audience that you want to reach. You could speak to many, but you just want to speak to the one, right? So this is the same thing that you're doing with your nutrition. The next tip is to leverage automation. Do you love how I've got all of these business words that we use, these buzzwords? All of us know if you're a coach, you know all about these words. Here, what you're what you're doing is utilizing tech. I know some of us are tech averse. So some of us are like, oh my goodness, tech is too much for me. Quite funny, quite literally, I was talking to my masseuse. And if any of you have ever had myofascial release, woo, that's good. But it's quite painful because, woo. Yeah, that fascia, sometimes it gets a little bit tight. It gets a little bit knotty. Think of our fascia like a web. It's all over our body, connecting muscles, connecting tissue. And sometimes that gets sticky and then you get pain. But through techniques, myofascial myofascial release, MFR, has, has been in place since the 60s. And now we're in the millennials. And I'm like, wow, have I not known about this? Anyhow, I was talking to her and she was just geeking out. She geeks out about massage. She geeks out about the body and finding new ways to do things. And one of the funny things she said, she goes, oh no. I said to her, what did, what made you get into this line of work? And she just said that she loves the body and stuff. And she goes, she had two choices between working for Microsoft and being a masseuse. She said, I'm so glad I chose massage. I said, I'm glad you chose massage too. And we kind of laughed. She goes, because I would not be able to navigate tech now. I struggle with tech. So my point here is helping you to understand that not everybody understands tech but you can learn. It's not to say that tech is something that nobody can learn. We can learn. There are loads of YouTube videos and social media that you can actually learn. Speed it up like I do for my podcast. 1.5 speed, 1.75, or even two times. 2x speed sometimes is what I listen to podcasts on. And people look at me like, how can you understand what they're saying? I understand. But when you're levering automation in your meal prep, you're utilizing tech tools like meal planning apps or even smart grocery lists that automate the boring parts of meal prep. Believe me, there are some. Only thing it doesn't automate is the cooking, unfortunately. But when you leverage the automation side of things, this allows you then to focus on executing it or doing it, the execution phase. Okay, I speak in English, but it allows you then to focus on actually doing it. And then the more you do, the more you have an involvement in it, the more that you feel in control of the foods that you can eat. So foods is no longer on a allowed list or not allowed list or a good food list or a bad food list. You can't eat carbs. You can eat carbs. It isn't that you simply see food as food. And for me, creating my programs, creating my framework and creating 
coaching is this is what I want to bring you. This is what I want to teach you. This is my heart to simplify food. There are going to be things that you will find a challenge. One, breaking the negative habits of the yo-yo dieting and two, drinking coffee instead of eating breakfast. I'm not going to force you to eat food. Obviously, if you're in Canada and I'm in the UK, I can't do that anyway. And I wouldn't do that. But it's giving you the things that are in your best interest to help your body get to the goal that you want to get to. Having more energy, being confident in how you look and being able to remember what you went into a room for rather than going into a room and then having to walk out because you're so fogged up with brain fog, you cannot remember your name most days. So when it comes to meal prep, my friends, those are the easy ways that you can make your meal prep actually work. Turning meal prep into a system Track your meal ROI, return on investment or return on ingestion. Optimize your lead magnets, quote unquote lead magnets, leverage automation. Now, if you're somebody who's just enjoyed these tips, make sure to opt into my free lead magnet. You see what I did there, which dives even deeper into optimizing your nutrition, especially meal prep and macros whilst you're running a business. And you can do that over on the website, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash free. And that sound, if you are familiar, you know it is time for us to go into the next section of the podcast, which is answering your questions, answers. So today's question, the first one comes from Victoria. Victoria actually asks, how can I systemize my meal prep to align with my business goals? Huge question. (laughs) This is a huge question, but it's a great question, Victoria. Now, one of the things that you can do is time blocking. Now, if you're somebody who says, I don't have time, this is going to be a hard one for you to do because it's easy for you to say, I don't have time, but it's as hard or it's even harder for you to actually see where your time is actually going. But if you start to block out your time in your calendar to meal prep, just like you would for a strategy session or for a consult session or for somebody who's coming to check up with you, if you're a life coach, whatever it is, you're booking in a client, you're booking in for a client. This helps you to make sure you get the attention that you deserve. Great and fantastic question, Victoria. Thank you. Next question comes from Hannah. Hannah said, is there a KPI that I should be looking at to measure my meal prep success? Ooh, girl, Hannah, I love that you're thinking in terms of KPIs. Yes, yes, and more, yes. Now you could start to track your metrics like time saved, energy levels, and even how you divert from the meal plan as a measure of its effectiveness. So in English, not talking in business speak now, basically, if you're somebody who is trying to see how successful you are in meal prep, there are lots of different things that you could do. You could set a goal that I'm going to consistently prep my breakfast for three days. That could be three days in a row. It could be three days in a week. It could be three days over two weeks. And then you can compare that to, oh no, I don't want to do that today. You've got some data to compare to, because if you're just trying to do one thing, you're not really going to have data against that, but you're doing a couple of things that you can compare and then you're seeing the data. Then with the results now, we can create that into your plan from there. So Mampha says, any tips on automating the grocery shopping part of meal prep? (laughs) I ain't gonna lie, friends. I'm gonna tell you the truth, okay? I lose Amazon Fresh. I absolutely loathe food shopping. I hate it. Used to hate meal prep, but I don't anymore. Samantha, this question, have you tried using grocery delivery services that sync with meal planning apps? If you haven't, better get on it because it is a complete game changer. My Amazon Prime is amazing. I have to spend more. You have to spend more to get free delivery, but you have to spend a minimum over 40 pounds. And I had a financial coach and she said, you need to stop spending money on Amazon. Why are you spending shopping on Amazon? Why aren't you going to Aldi? Now, because I have digestive needs, Amazon for me 
has most of the things that I need to have. And I just get into the habit of doing that every week or every two weeks. And then I can meal prep from that. So when I'm telling you something to do and I'm telling you to leverage your automation and when I'm telling you to optimize your lead magnets, I'm not telling you something that I haven't done. I've done it. I haven't night meal prepped. I've yo-yo dieted, but I ain't they no more. Okay. When you're doing this, Samantha, this is how easy it can make it for you. It is a game changer. And that, my friend, is the end of today's episode. How to make your meal prep actually work. We don't want meal prep that's boring. We don't want meal prep that takes forever. And we don't want meal prep that does not work. We need to do things that do work. And if you're ready to take action and make your meal prep system as efficient as your sales funnel, you've got the tools, now use them. And that, my friends, is the end of today's episode. I'll see you in the free course, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash free. And just like that, friend, we've come to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to Lose Weight with Macros. I'm your host, Verona, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. Now, friends, if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review and share it with another solopreneur or small business owner. Together, we're going to help you find the time that you do have to meal prep in a way that is so not boring. And my friends, if you're interested in coaching or the courses, head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and I'll see you in the next one.